Welcome to BS with M. That stands for bite size, not bullshit. This is a research-based sex and relationships podcast delivered to you in bite-sized episodes under 15 minutes so you can pick up what I'm putting down. This is not your standard dating podcast. I'm bringing in experts from the field and getting down and dirty into all the topics on sex and relationships in a no BS way, which is just my style. Releasing every Thursday so I can send you off feeling some type of way for the weekend. Nothing's taboo, nothing's off limits. Let's get down to business. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. To start off today's podcast episode, before we get into it, the recommendation fits right in with what we're talking about. My recommendation of the week is Bumble BFF, or is it called Bumble Friends? I don't actually remember. And this is not sponsored, but I literally think (laughs) when you move to a new city or if you're feeling like you are currently taking friendship applications... I have made such good friends through Bumble Friends. One of my closest friends and then the chain of friends that came along with her was made from Bumble Friends. And it's kind of like, it is a little bit awkward. It is like dating on Bumble. And honestly, I don't even think some of the people that I matched with (laughs) were people that I would typically like seek out at a party, for example. But when I started to use Bumble Friends and when I actually went and met friends after one of our lockdowns here in Melbourne, we became such close friends that I was like, literally everybody who is seeking friendships, get on Bumble Friends. Anyone who's on there wants a new friend, right? I was just talking to one of my friends in Perth on Friday last week, and she said that she too has made some really good friends. And of course, you're nervous when you first go meet them. It's like dating for friends, but... As soon as you become like close with someone from the app, you're just like, this is actually incredible. And what a funny thing to do. But as I say, people who are on there are seeking out friendships too. And they're probably willing to put in some effort. And shout out to you, Mel, who's one of my closest friends now, who and I met on Bumble Friends. And we went on a trip right away out of lockdown and been friends ever since. So that is the wreck of the week. Now, dating app rules. I promise to not be a standard dating and relationships podcast. You asked for my dating app rules and I have done my research for you. As a precursor, this episode is just going to be me telling you about the dating app rules. There's not, there's one bit of research. Okay. It's a little bit unorganized, but I have about, I don't know, seven, eight rules to stand by. I have to give you the disclaimer that I actually haven't really used Tinder. Um, it's just not for me. <laughs> I think I was on it for a few hours and one of my exes claims that that's how they met me, but I don't actually know that that's true because I swear I was on there for a few hours. I'm more of a hinge kind of girl, okay? Again, not sponsored hinge. If you want to hop on, happy to have you. I've also tried Bumble. Now, my rules, I'm I'm actually pretty strict on my rules. Like I use them for everybody and I have dated quite a bit off the apps. I'm happy to say that this year I have decided to not be on dating apps. I do think that most people who are single and around my age in their late 20s are on the apps. Um, But it is just a personal decision that I decided for my focus on everything that I'm doing. (laughs) I like to meet people in the wild right now. But I just want to put this out there that people who say, I don't want to meet someone through a dating app, or people who are so worried about the how did you meet story, just get over it. (laughs) No one really cares how you met. Like, if the relationship works, it works. It does not matter how you met. Um, You can also just make up a story. Nobody really cares. And I actually, I find it a little bit exciting when someone's like, I met through Tinder. Like, there was someone I met last year at Christmas, and they were the most... um, 
I don't know how to say this. They were like a very vanilla couple, right? And they met on Tinder and I was so impressed. I was like, I am really happy for you guys and go off Tinder. That is amazing. So here are my dating app rules, okay? My number one rule, and this is my cardinal rule, because I'm six foot almost two. I'm 186 centimeters. If they say, and I date men off dating apps, if the men say that they are six feet tall, they are not six feet tall. (laughs) For me, in my personal experience, I know that I am personally not attracted to somebody who is much shorter than me. Why? Why, you ask? Because I always say this. As a very tall female, I do not want to be motorboated when I'm trying to kiss, okay? That's my rule. If they say they're six feet tall, in my experience, never once have they been six feet tall. I've had this conversation with guy friends and girlfriends. Everybody agrees. The guys say that, of course, like they would round up if they're like five foot 11, for example. But for somebody who would then look over the top of their head, uh, me, It is really important to just know if they say they're six feet, they're not six feet. But if you've got some room there, if you're maybe on the shorter end or you're shorter than I am, you know, probably average height, it's not such a worry, but I'm just letting you know, six footers are not six footers. So for me personally, it's stay away from the six footers. Other than that, my first thing that I have to say is on appearance. Now, I tend to give a lot of people a chance on dating apps. Let's say that I'm like, okay, I've done this before and I ended up dating him. But I've done this before where I've like, seriously, I've sat there and I've looked at the photos for a while and I'm like, should I match with him? And I act like I'm marrying the person, right? Because I'm just like, I just can't tell. Like, would I be attracted to him? If there is a glimmer of hope in one of the photos, I swear to God, I match with them. Because the thing is that like, for me, the personality is such a huge thing for me. It's such a big attraction and a big turn on that If there literally is a glimmer of hope that I might be attracted to them, I will match with them. And I encourage you to open up, to expand, to broaden your horizons. If you feel like there could be a little chance that you might be attracted to them, just match with them. You don't have to marry them, okay? Rule number two, give them some content, people, okay? I'm really, like, not about these clever pickup lines and having to ask, you know, If you had two days to live, which country would you go to, etc.? I am so of the side here that I'm like, a nice, hi, how was your day? How was your weekend? Any plans for the weekend? It's fine. I'm kind of tired of people shitting on people who don't have a clever pickup line. Like, there's enough pressure on dating anyway. And it's not like if you met someone in person, you would actually say that to them. So just give them a nice hello. You need to care about what they're doing, how they are, what's going on in their lives. Yes. But when you answer, this is the most important part, you always need to give them some content to go off of, right? You need to always think, would I be able to ask a question off this if somebody said it to me? If the answer is no, you're being lame. You're not being conversational. You're being really hard to get to know. Give them some content. Ask them some questions. Test them out a little bit. The other thing is, if they are not asking questions to you, give them content and see if they can create a question. I do this often where it's like, after a few messages, if he's not giving me any questions, I'm like, right, I'll give you a bunch of content here. If there's no questions coming off you after that, we're done here, right? Don't be wasting your time. Grammar. If they have terrible grammar, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you don't know the yours from the yours and the theirs from the theirs and the twos from the twos, It is very hard for me to go past that. And a lot of times that will be a deal breaker. That along with the height, 
um, and the questions. Those are kind of my deal breakers. Here we get into a little bit more of my rules. When let's say you've been chatting to someone a little bit, you're happy with their questions. They know they're there from there. And you're like, all right, okay, it's been three days. And why do I say three days? Because this is my rule. Three days maximum. You don't over message them. You don't need to be messaging them good morning, good night, all through the day. Apps, apps, app, absolutely not. Okay. Also, a clause over lockdown. Things were a little bit different. We ain't in lockdown anymore in most places, right? Three days maximum. You give them mm, maximum three messages every day. I'm serious. Maximum three messages. You're not always available, nor should you be. If you're checking hinge through the workday, I cannot. <laughs> no checking hinge through the workday, okay? You're a busy bee. Let's get going. Three days maximum. Three messages per day maximum. And what do you do after that, you ask? Well, you should have gotten to know each other just enough that you're like, yep, I feel like we could have a drink or I feel like we could have a coffee together. If you're not at that point, forget it. <laughs> Move on to the next, okay? Because my thing is that after you message for a few days, here's what I do. And I swear by this and don't play around with this. Give them your number or if you're not quite comfortable yet to give them your number, and I do understand why you would not be because it has gone badly. Yes, it has gone badly when they get a hold of those digits. But you say, hey, I'd really love to get a drink with you. Let me know if you're free Saturday. Initiate the date. I've had guys just tell me like that was so refreshing because I'm always the one who has to initiate, right? If I want to go on a date with someone, I absolutely go on a date with them. Like I don't have time, nor do you, or energy to spend wishing on this dating app because the truth is, Sometimes when you meet the person in person, you're like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no. And then never before have I been like, damn, I wish I wouldn't have gone on a date so early with that person. Because the truth is, I will save time regardless. I'll save time in the fact that I'll either know I'm not interested or I'll know, yep, there's a potential for a second date. And we don't need to be messaging and sitting on our phones and dreaming and wishing as much as we would if we had messaged for longer than three days. I know that after the first date, there's going to be a second date, which means less messages, more in-person quality time, right? So did you hear my rule? It's three days, three messages a day. After that, initiate a date or forget it and move on to the next one, okay? Now, two cancellations max on a date. If you've never met each other and this person's canceling the first date, that is a yellow flag. If they cancel on the second date, that is a red flag. You let them know, all right, all right, mate. <laughs> you let me know when you're ready, but um, yeah, good to talk to you anyway. Like, do you know how many people I've matched with back there? Also, don't be messaging just one person at a time, throwing all your eggs in one basket. The truth is that a lot of people who are on dating apps, they're filling a loneliness gap, right? They are seeking attention. They're seeking validation in matches and conversations. They're lonely. They don't have real connections or enough real connections in their lives to feel fulfilled. And they're somehow seeking that through a dating app, which is just this cycle of, it's really just asking for bad mental health, in my opinion. I have found that so many people are not actually interested in the date. And if you're someone who I hope, if you're listening to BS with them, and this is a no BS with them episode. If you're here with me, I hope that if you're on those dating apps, you're fucking dating, okay? Don't be one of those people who's on the dating apps for validation, for a confidence boost, because come on, like go to the gym or go make some new friends. You don't need to be on dating apps for anyone to validate how beautiful, how strong, how intelligent, how stunning you are, okay? But the truth is a lot of people are just getting attention from others on dating apps. And for them, that's a boost of the ego. So please understand that that a lot of people are on the apps for that reason. If they're single, that's a quite a natural thing for people to do. 
My last rule here is believe no promises. We all know what's cute to say when we first meet someone, when we first start talking to somebody, right? My rule actually is this. Now, this opinion could be controversial, but I don't believe what he says until after I sleep with him. It's really cute to say I should, we should, we will, but are they actually going to do it? Well, time will tell, right? And that usually comes months down the track. Now, I'm not saying that you don't need to trust anybody. I'm saying just proceed with caution until until it happens, until you sleep together. You give it a little bit more time, and then you can remember what they said or what they promised. But actions speak louder than words. We know the saying. My final rule... Now, this used to be a three months rule. Now, I'm kind of shifting that a little bit. However, I do believe, and I believe this very strongly, you should not be associated on social media until you actually know each other. Why do I say this? Well, coming from somebody who is on socials a lot, who posts a lot, probably overshares on social media, to be honest, I'm a little bit conscious of the fact that, as we all know, our socials aren't really real life. I feel like some of my content is much more real, but a lot of times, just like everybody else, it's the highlights. I want somebody to know me. I don't want them to know my socials. I don't want them to see my modeling photos, or I don't want them to see all of this sex and relationships content before I actually know them. I think it's really important, especially in today's society, to actually have genuine conversations with people and to get to know them before you know their highlight reel on Instagram. However, if somebody is denying you of following them or of knowing where they are on socials, that is a red flag. So people have asked me outright. I have, obviously I've allowed them to like see it or to follow it. Okay. But I do tell them that my preference is actually not to get to know each other on socials until after we meet. And sometimes that's been really good and successful in the fact that it has meant that we bumped the date for because it's like, you don't get to see my life until you see me in person for the first time. Again, it used to be a three month snow gram rule and it had worked like it was working. And that was just my rule. I just didn't mention social media. They didn't mention it. But I've also had it go this way where somebody, and we all know that some people are on there like literally for followers, which is just so silly. Like there's so many easier ways, like go buy your followers. I don't know. But I did have somebody one time get really offended because I didn't follow him back. For me, my personal choice is you could follow me, sure, but I'm not necessarily interested in following you before I meet you because I want to know you. And that's my personal choice. And in that instance, I said goodbye to him because I think if you're going to get angry that somebody didn't follow you on Instagram before you've even met them once for a date, there's something a little bit off for me. Okay, those are all my dating app rules. One, six footers are not six feet. Two, if there's any glimmer of hope that you might be attracted to them, please go on a date with them. Three, give them content. Don't worry about the pickup lines. Give them some good content and watch for questions. Four, three days, three messages max. Five, give them your number or initiate a date. Number six, two cancellations max. Number seven, believe no promises until you sleep with them. Number eight, Remember that people are feeling lonely or feeling some need for attention or feeling an ego boost that they're just desiring. And number nine, no gram, no socials rule until you meet them in person. That's it. 
those are your dating app rules. <laughs> I feel like that's a pretty good roundup. I think I got that done in 15 minutes. And don't forget that you can find some really amazing friends, whether it's on Bumble Friends or whether it's through dating on the apps. Like I have met some really, really good friends on dating apps who have said, I'm not interested in actually romantic dating with you, but it would be great to be friends. Now, to be honest, usually that doesn't work out. Usually it's it's a little bit of a blow to the ego. Of course, rejection's always hard, but you can meet some really awesome people and you can work on your own personal growth and understanding that your value does not reside in how many people you're messaging or how many dates you're going on through the dating apps. That's it. There you have it. Thanks for listening to No BS with Em. I'll catch you in next week's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm Em and you can catch more on my socials at emilywalter underscore. The research referenced in this episode is available in the show notes. Please remember to like and subscribe because it supports the podcast and it also tells me you're listening. Now I encourage you to spread the message that nothing's too taboo.